This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Well, hello there, folks, and thank you for listening to the show. I'm Joanna. And I'm Nate, and we are Stranger Than. We are a podcast discussing unsolved mysteries, weird occurrences, misunderstood phenomena, and creepy happenings. Today we're going to talk about a few cryptids and other random mysteries from Central America, mainly because it's, at the time we're recording this, it's pretty close to Halloween and Day of the Dead. The Day of the Dead, which is a little bit after. Dia de los Muertos. Dia de los Muertos. At so in time, celebration of that. At the time when this comes out, it'll be well past. But nevertheless, here we are. There is some very strange cryptids that they say are roaming around Central America. Cryptids, of course, being critters that may or may not exist. Some other examples would be Nessie from Loch Ness and Sasquatch and that sort of thing. Those are all cryptids. We're going to start with one that is not so much a cryptid because it actually exists and we have proof of it, but it's still a weird story. Okay. And this would be the Cyclops Shark of Mexico. Does it only have one eye? Yes. This was found in 2011 by a fellow named Enrique Lucero Leon. He was shark fishing and caught a dusky shark that ended up being pregnant. He had all of the proper... It was a legal fishing thing. He wasn't just out killing knocked-up sharks. Right. He had his licenses and order and everything, his permits. Exactly. Okay. So he cut open the catch and found a total of 10 embryos, one of which had one eye located in the center of its head facing forward. It's a big fucking eye, too. Dude, I forgot that sharks give birth to, like, live yeah. things. They don't, like, lay eggs like no. a fish. Fucking weird. That sharks is weird. Sharks are weird critters. Because that's, like, a mammal thing to do, but yeah, sharks aren't mammals. They are not They're not, mammals. like, fucking, like dolphins no that's, not at all not at all that's fucking weird okay so one of them had one fucking eye one fucking eye so originally it was thought to just be bullshit posted on facebook and people were like no it was like photo no, they thought it was photoshopped and okay. right exactly so uh, leon allowed a group of biologists to inspect it they x-rayed the fetus and found it to be the real deal there is a congenital condition called cyclopia which occurs in several animal species, including humans. Including humans? Including humans. Weird. So maybe some of those stories of Cyclops are true. Well, you know, I did used to go to this one website, which was like this medical website for basically like aborted fetuses, not like like elective aborted but people who had like miscarried oh, right, and yeah. like just weird awful or given birth and it was weird awful deformities and i'm pretty sure there was at least one where it was like a cyclops baby or a cyclops fetus i would do this when i was pregnant oddly enough that's i don't find that odd at all <laughs> i've met you before joanna right 
just because it's like, oh, look at all the awful things that you can give birth to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, look at all this fucked up shit. <laughs> While I'm like growing my own. Well, that makes sense that they would have it would have been miscarried the the Cyclops human because Cyclops sharks have been found before, but never outside of the womb. So it's likely they're either stillborn or they once they're born they don't survive long. But they haven't been found very often. Probably because it's like something severely wrong with it to have it. That's what I'm thinking. It looks be just with the one eye too, because I know in like the the fetus it was some it was like terrible. Up, I yeah, mean. I mean it was some you know terrible syndrome that involved like the whole head and brain and. How many animals out there have a single eye? So some hideous like fissure in the face and the head and the brain and caused it to. Can yeah. you think of any animals that have a single eye? No, but I feel like I've seen pictures online of a goat with a single eye. As far as entire species having one no no me neither i can't think of one maybe there's one which means that you know we share dna with everything that's alive and so if there's not even a dna map of how to have one eye i can definitely see how things with one eye would not live long just wasn't meant to be nope it wasn't meant to be probably because eyes are important so maybe that's why you need the two of them just in case something happens to the one and also it allows for depth Mm mm-hmm because if you're blind in one eye, you can't have, you don't have like depth perception. No, no, you can't catch things very well. Can't throw things very well. I had surgery. I had a detached retina in one eye. Yeah, so I know. That's I have... the most fucked up thing I've ever heard in my whole life. Right. Yeah. When I had stitches in my you eyeball. Have stitches yeah. in your fucking eyeball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty bad. Yeah. Fuck that. <clears throat> Anyways. When we were doing the black-eyed children research, and I looked at all the different eye diseases. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was another thing. That was that was the second worst thing ever. Right. Right. I have terrible death perception, though, because of that oh, right. surgery. It so you're not going to be playing baseball? No. No javelin throwing? No. All right. No, nothing like that should be thrown at my face ever. Or you should not be throwing it at anything. Right. So when I you go to the bar, there's no darts things. for Joanna. Yeah. Yeah, probably that's not great. Although I can shoot rather accurately. A gun? Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Yeah, because I go shooting with my son. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Totally. Well, there you go. There is like nothing better than putting a bunch of holes in fucking Paper Man. Paper Man's an asshole anyway. Mm-hmm. The things he says about you, Dude, Jesus Christ! Last time I was at the gun range, I totally shot him in the dick. That was that's rude. pretty awesome. That's rude. I'm like, yeah, that's right. I am fucking deadly. <laughs> Do not fuck with me. I will shoot you in the fucking dick. Well, there's another thing you shouldn't fuck with, <laughs> and this is called the Ya Te Veo tree. Ya Te Veo means I see you. Oh. This The I see you tree? Yes, yes. Okay. This is a tree. It's got a short, thick trunk. And from the top, it's like a stump-sized. So from the top of the stump, there's a whole bunch of tentacle-like spines. They're narrow and flexible, but pretty damn tough. The edges of these spines have spikes or barbs sticking out of them. So all these spines kind of come out of the top of the trunk like hair off a head. Mm-hmm. And when some poor whatever the fuck decides to sit on this wonderful couch of nature, the spines wrap around the victim and drag it into the stump. The spiked edges of the spines poke into the victims, and this is what delivers the death blow. Then the corpse is crushed until all the blood has been soaked out. Then the corpse, the dried-ass husk, is ejected from the plant. They are said to grow in Central and South America, as well as parts of Africa. What is it that they kill exactly? Anything that they can like get there. Like people? If, if there are people there. Has it killed people? Allegedly. 
this isn't something that we've found. This is something that's been written about. It was written about by J.W. Buell in his book published in 1887 called Sea and Land. He's okay, the one so that provides is, the description. This is like an unconfirmed thing. Right, right. That, okay. You know, what's funny is that when we went to the pumpkin patch, when I went there with my kids, Olivia was convinced that the corn stalks were alive and wrapping around her oh. and trying to engulf her and trap her. Pleasant. Mm-hmm. I have some pictures of her because I'd turn around and she'd be like, oh, and she'd have it like wrapped around her wrist. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> see, I told you. <laughs> trying to get me. That's hilarious. That's funny. That girl. She's uh, she's something else. Uh-huh. That's definitely true. Well, I can tell you I would not want to encounter one of those goddamn trees. That sounds fucking horrible. Oh, no. Now, there's an African version of this plant. Uh, specifically, it's in Madagascar. This and been, is that one real? No, this has been proven not to exist. Okay. Uh, I did, didn't did find any information about the one in the Americas, whether it be anyone has even tried to find it or not. Hmm. I mean, it is possible there is a giant carnivorous plant somewhere in the jungles of Central and South America. I'm sure. We haven't seen all of the jungles. It hides lots of shit. Yeah, maybe it talks, too, like in Little yeah. Shop of Horrors. Feed me! Feed me! Now, the largest known carnivorous plant, they lure insects in using a, a sweet liquid inside a giant pitcher. Oh, okay. And this particular carnivorous plant, the largest one we know of, has a 15-inch tall one. And it has a volume of nearly a gallon. It could occasionally trap a small mammal like a rodent or something. But it's not doesn't have tentacles that are grabbing people or anything like that. Okay. Or grabbing anything, for that matter. It's just as sweet liquid in there and a fly or something goes a in there and or something it closes and over exactly. it exactly it doesn't actually grab you and suck you in no no it's a very passive deal so another one i have here a huizotl the aztecs believed that this otter-like creature about the size of a dog was responsible for drowning people it has black fur that tends to clump together to remember spikes small pointed ears and a long tail at the end of the tail it's got a hand like a, a fucking hand. like a person hand. Ew. Like it's got a thumb. Okay. It hangs out in the water and it makes a sound that resembles a child's cry. Well, when the unsuspecting person hears this child crying, they gets... go out to try and save it or something. Exactly. Maybe and... it just like puts its little hand up and the rest of it's underwater. Maybe. It's like got this hand that's like kind of like thing from the Adams family almost except it's attached to it. It's all like, "Oh, hey, help." Right, or the hand from Evil Dead cuts off his hand have you seen those movies the old ones yeah those are the old ones yeah he cuts yeah, off I his hand. hand don't they have like around. new ones though of... they, they did a remake of it okay completely different all right was it and then there's also i didn't see uh, the remake i've seen the originals right well that's what i'm talking about ago. yeah ash cuts off his hand with the chainsaw mm -hmm. you know, his it's hand just been a super long time i haven't watched it since i was like a teenager oh i watched those with a relative frequency a fucking long ass time ago but when this person gets close to the water that Huizotl grabs them with its hand tail and drowns them, or it strangles the person on land and tosses the corpse into the water. Its singular hand strangles it? it this, yeah, just grabs it by the throat and just, <laughs> just fucking strangles the shit out of it. It's a hell of a hand, apparently. I guess so. Now, the weird thing, as if the hand tail isn't the weird thing, is that they don't eat the whole victim. They only eat the eyes, teeth, and nails. Uh, The eyes I get... Because it's soft, but... Teeth and nails. Teeth and nails. Yeah, yeah. That's just... That's just weird. It would... It's pretty hard to eat teeth and nails. 
Yes. I mean, nails aren't as hard as teeth, but they are chewy. And they're not very nutritious. No. So that's weird. Now, this was all described in the Florentine Codex. And that was a 16th century research paper about plants and animals in Central America. Hmm. So that's... Maybe he ate some other plant and was like high as fuck. Maybe. Maybe. When whoever wrote that. You know, I always, I always wonder because there's always all of these old ass writings about all these weird fucking critters. Mm-hmm. And you got to think some of them probably existed maybe. Maybe in some different form. Right. Maybe they were a little bit exaggerating what they found but i don't some of this shit is just super weird Mm -hmm. how would you it looks like an otter so it's otter like right but how would you the hand tail and the aggressive nature and the i can see the cry of a child because that would be a fairly easy thing for an animal to reproduce and it wouldn't even be necessarily trying to reproduce a child sound right because there's all sorts of things that make weird sounds that exactly sound like exactly a kid crying or or it could resemble one if you are a ways away mm-hmm. you know like from a distance this is what it sounds like yes yes it's just yeah the hand tail is very odd well sticking with the water theme we've got the black demon el demonio negro Fishermen have reported seeing a giant black shark off the coast of Mexico's Baja California Peninsula. It's reported to be between 20 and 60 feet long, and so they estimate it to weigh between 50,000 and 100,000 pounds. That's That's a big motherfucking shark. Really fucking huge, yeah. It looks like a great white, but it's dark pattern instead of white patterns. And apparently it's got a giant tail. The black demon is not spotted often, so no one is sure whether this is an undiscovered species of shark, large freak great white, or maybe a megalodon that's not extinct. Ocean is an even bigger place than the rainforest. Right. And the ocean really isn't getting smaller, unlike the rainforests, unfortunately. Yes, unfortunately, although a lot of fucked up shit is happening to the ocean. That's true. Getting smaller is not one of those fucked up things. not minimize... The effect of global warming. Don't want to trigger the ocean. All right. Another one that isn't a cryptid, really. So is this like a real one? No, this is just a weird thing. It's just a weird thing. It goes with the water theme. Okay. It's the Luton Caves in Mexico. There are these unexplored submerged caves, largely unexplored. People have been around in some of them. But there is a shitload of them. And there are huge limestone statues in them. There are plants that are jammed in between bits of these statues that suggest that they were carved above water and then remained underwater for quite some time and then rose and resubmerged. Okay. So that's super weird. That is super weird. I couldn't find a whole lot of information on it. Okay, so carved, submerged, reemerged. They were carved and then submerged mm-hmm. stayed underwater for a long time and then it's possible i'm not sure how they know whether it's possible or not but it's possible that it briefly came to the surface again before resubmerging i so i from what i so read these things are under the water right now right now they're old as fuck okay and so apparently when 
Well, some... probably if they're man-made, one would just assume they were not made under the water from a long time ago, or even any time ago. Like, what do you, what do you make underwater? I don't know. That just makes it vastly hard to make something. Like, let's carve it underwater. Maybe it's some sort of extreme statue-making thing. <laughs> I don't know. Now, there's an idea for the next reality show out there. There you go. Extreme statue-making. Extreme statue Extreme making. anything. You just have to make something underwater. You have to make shit underwater. Yeah, just anything. Mm-hmm. It would be hard to cook underwater. It would be really hard to cook underwater. I don't think... I don't think you can, technically, unless you're like... Maybe get a something. pressure cooker. <laughs> a really, like a battery-powered pressure cooker. No, you're really giving this some thought. I want to cook underwater. <laughs> <laughs> See, I've got one more that'll kind of lead into what you've got for us, Joanna. All right. Now, this is a hell of a fucking name. I wish I could see it because, you know, my Spanish pronunciation is excellent. I've been watching Narcos lately. Oh, yeah? Yeah, have you seen that one? I have not seen that one. Well, it has uh, Pedro Pascal from the guy from Game of Thrones. He was Prince Oberyn. Oh, right, yes. In Game of Thrones. Yes, yeah. yes. Super fucking hot. But yeah, he plays one of the DEA agents who is trying to take down Pablo Escobar. Oh. And it is super fucking awesome. And you should definitely watch it. Isn't the movie Blow, doesn't that also have to do with Pablo Escobar? Isn't that who... Uh... Right, that's Johnny Depp, and he was playing George Young. Yes, but it's still Pablo Escobar was the coke guy. He was getting his... Right, at some point. I think he only like met him like one time, though. Oh, okay, okay. This is like way, way... So I haven't even seen that guy mentioned in the show. Okay. This is like super detailed just about, you know, Pablo Escobar and his immediate... What is the... What channel the is the show on? shit in Colombia. It's on fucking Netflix. Netflix, no shit. But yeah, it's just crazy. It's crazy what happened. I mean, the drug war out here and when cocaine became huge... I mean, people thought shit was crazy here. You should see how it was in Colombia. It was just insane. Oh, I'm sure. Because people fucking killed left and right. And it's just, it's just ridiculous. I'm sure. But yeah, yeah, no, it's it's really fucking awesome. You should totally watch it. But yeah, a lot of it's in Spanish. So I'm like, oh, I'm picking up my Spanish again. There you go. Well, we're <laughs> going to give it a shot here. This is a hell of a name. It's Queenly Pozzotle. Which means what? I don't know. But... I can tell you what I it didn't, is. I didn't hear this on Narco, so. I'm sure you didn't. <laughs> it had nothing to do with any blow at all. This is a hairless dog. Its front legs are shorter than its hind legs. And it has a hunch that runs the length of its back. Oh. So from its neck to its ass is this gross ass, fleshy hunch. It's got a wolf-like head with small hanging ears and almost no neck. So it's basically head, gross, hunched out body. It's usually black or brown with white spots. Sometimes it's described as small, other times large, but at all times it's described ugly as fuck. Mm -hmm. uh, this was first described in print in 1780 by a Mexican priest called Francisco Javier Clavijero. This description was published in Ancient History of Mexico and it had an accompanying picture. Ugly as fuck. Clavijero reports that the critter was found in, in a region of Mexico. Mrs. Calderon de la Barca claimed to have seen a corpse of an animal in the Valley of Mexico City in 1843. She was told that it was raised by the owners, but it was too fierce, so it was killed. So it's been seen twice. Two times. Once by a priest, 
And one's by... One's by some lady. Some lady. Mrs. Okay. Calderon. I guess it would actually be Senora. Senora. Yes, Calderon de la Barca. And she only saw a corpse. And the and whoever had shot it said that it was theirs, but it had become too fierce. It yes. It was like a pet of theirs. Yes. These things are apparently very ill-tempered. Well, a lot of ugly things are. But a lot of ugly things are, are, not, are real nice. Sometimes. And sometimes they hate their ugliness, so that makes them... Although opossums are ugly and they're not nice. They're not nice at all. They're really, really but gross. But pugs are ugly and they're kind of nice. Yeah, but they're not ugly in a disgusting, gross way. That's they true. just kind of have like a squishy face. Yes, that's true. So why don't you tell us about what you have, Joanna? I did some research on the chupacabra, which quite literally translates to goat, goat sucker, sucker, right? Yeah. Yes, so... That sounds like a good metal band name. <laughs> Goat sucker? Yeah. Chupar, to suck, cabra, goat. A lot of places will say that the first reports of the chupacabra was March 1995 when eight sheep were found dead and drained of their blood in Puerto Rico. The first report? The first report, I'll but that is actually not correct because there have been a couple other sightings. The first one I could find was October 1973. A couple of teenage boys camping out in the El Yunque National Forest. National Forest. Gotta be careful. Saw a shadowy figure that kind of jumped out at them and raced by them. And then that was all that they saw of him. It kind of like, you know jumped at him but it didn't actually like harm them it just kind of like scared them and then like they spooked it and it was just trying to get the fuck out of dodge right exactly but it was quite terrifying and it was a creature that seemed to have a dog or wolf's head with fangs glowing red eyes and was bipedal so it was it stood on its hind legs it had like two legs oh right right which is because you know most dogs don't do that so it wasn't the hairless dog i just talked about no, but it was hairless, and the descriptions of it has been that it has, like, a hunchback and spines or spikes going down its back. Oh. It's also been reported to have, like, a snake-like tongue, like a forked tongue like a snake, and then two large canine fangs. That's pleasant. Mm-hmm. That would probably be used for sucking the goats. Right. Because I'm hoping they're sucking the blood from the goats and not (laughs) any sort of weird thing. (laughs) Carry on. (laughs) Yes, let's hope that. Anyways, when the reports started coming out in March 1995, apparently it got linked to back again to the 70s because in 1975... In a town called Mocha in Puerto Rico, they had a lot of livestock come up dead and drained of all their blood. And the legend had it around that town, I guess, was that there was a vampire. So there was like a vampire of Mocha, basically. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. That was like uh, killing the livestock and draining his blood. But so maybe it wasn't what, a vampire. But when, like, yeah, 1995 rolls around and more livestock are ending up dead with drained of their blood. Then all of a sudden it's kind of like, oh, well. Maybe the chupacabra that they are now blaming for this is also happens to be the vampire of Mocha. So that's interesting. Sort of like how it, 
they had to spring heel Jack in England and they kind of said, oh, maybe these other sightings of this other character in America are also spring heel Jack. Right. And in the town of uh, Canovanas, there's about 150 farm animals killed later that year. Like, this is about August of 1995. And this lady, Madeline Tolentino, is apparently an eyewitness to this creature being around uh, the outskirts of the town. Fucking A. So, and she gives this description of the... Like bipedal, dark skin, glowing red eyes, spikes, and everything, and that's kind of when the news starts kind of going crazy, and all the um, you know conspiracy people pick it up, and it's. I guess it wasn't really on the internet yet because the internet was still like barely a thing, but right, it was not. Oh, I mean, it probably was someplace on some BBS system. Oh yeah, I mean, it, it went AOL it went viral or... in the in the way that you could go viral in the early nineties. They're like, holy fuck, hundreds of people <laughs> saw this. Right, right. A little while later, when she, this lady's being interviewed, though, it comes out that she had seen the movie Species. Oh, yeah. A few weeks earlier. Yeah. <laughs> and so people started accusing her saying, well, she had that image in her mind. Of was the, that the, the, the chick alien. who turned into? Yeah, the, it was the yeah, chick yeah, yeah. who turned into the alien. I fucking love that movie. That one's good. I think they made several after that. And I'm not that, sure if they yeah, were very well, they good. They sucked. But, but the, the first, first one, one I pretty... liked it. Yeah. I actually like that one a lot. I think that's kind of something where it's just trying to discredit maybe because then what What about this, uh, these kids in 1973 who saw it? Oh, yeah. And. Whenever anyone sees anything that's out of the norm, people generally, the first thing they do is think they're lying or try and figure out what they actually saw or Mm -hmm. try and discredit them because they don't believe them because it doesn't fit into their, I guess, paradigm of what Mm -hmm. exists and what doesn't. Because it is very weird. And then they say that the... None of the the farm animals that were killed out there uh, actually had, like, necropsies done. So... Or when they were further examination showed they hadn't been drained of all of their blood. I'm like, well, it's still weird if there's two puncture wounds and they were drained of some of their blood. I like, know, right? Why I mean, does it have to be like it's missing a shitload of blood? Like, right? Oh, like, why does it all the blood? Not like, all the blood. Fuck me, it's not all the blood. You're right. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, I mean, it was just kind of like, well, so, but just a bunch of fucking hipsters. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I've you probably have never heard of it, but. I've heard of things that drain all the blood. Right. So. Like, why would it leave any blood behind? Maybe it was, you know, full. Yeah. Not or everyone. Maybe it just gets, to, maybe it gets to coagulate a bit, you know, after you're sucking. I mean, it's like that the McDonald's shake and you just don't want the rest that's at the bottom. And you're not going to spend all this time, like, sucking it through the straw right, just to right. get the last little bit. You're just like, fuck this and toss it in the garbage. You've had enough. You've had enough. You've yeah. had your fill. I you still need it. to be able to run around. You're a critter. Critters <laughs> run. Right? So following the reports in 1995, then Chupacabra sightings pop up all over the place. So it started, it originated in Puerto Rico, but then there were sightings all through Central America and all the way down to South America to Chile, or Chile is the furthest south that it went, and then all the way up to the southwestern United States, like in Texas. Texas, Arizona. Yeah. Exactly. In 2004, somebody claimed to have shot and killed 
an animal that was like hairless and dog-like and like everyone was like oh maybe this is the chupacabra was that in america that happened yeah that was in america that was in texas that That was in texas yes yes that was in texas but it turns out that you know i mean like the history channel or something or nat geo one of them did like a, a thing on it like oh have we discovered the chupacabra and blah 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 and no it's actually a coyote with mange which is sad it's really sad it's really sad, and so that's kind of the general consensus, at least for like, for that one, for that yeah. one, and, and for maybe it. the sightings that have been in in southwestern United States. Yeah, because with glowing red eyes, nocturnal animals. I mean, maybe not always red, but their eyes do glow, and right? They are uh, different colors. I mean, when you see a cat in the light or in the dark, and you flash light on it, you can its eyes look are glowing. I mean. The reflecting light back, that's how they can fucking see in the dark. Yeah. Or in the near dark, I guess, is how it is. But And Puerto and the thing with Puerto Rico that's weird is that Puerto Rico actually has no natural large predators. It's a fucking island. Right. So it actually doesn't have coyotes. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that would be Yeah. 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 So I think that there's more credence to something like that out in Puerto Rico existing. And that, yeah, I'm thinking probably there, there has been like several reports similar to that one. And yeah, it's all been like coyotes with fucking mange. And I can see that definitely in the Americas, but Mm -hmm. you're right on an Island. How the fuck is a coyote getting to an Island? Yeah, it's not. And how, and what's killing the fucking sheep and the farm and the livestock. Now it makes sense for like the ones in Texas why livestock was being killed by these mange infested coyotes and basically manges went like a a mite species isn't it kind of like lice on critters it's like no it's like scabies scabies there we go yeah so lice just like live in your fucking hair but these things live in your skin yeah exactly exactly it's fucking foul. It is foul, and that's what causes them to lo- lose all of their fur and right. for their for their um skin to be all look like fucked up, look all fucked up and leathery and Scabby, yeah, probably yeah, and then for it to smell bad too because they that's part of the description of the jupacabra is that it smells really really bad. A lot of wild animals smell pretty bad. Yeah, this is true. It's because they eat dead shit, and dead shit smells <laughs> bad. They don't brush their teeth either. Right. Bunch of heathens. You know, and stuff um, tastes different when it's a meat eater. Did you know that? I did not. See, now my sister has a boyfriend who is an Eskimo. And... Inuit? Yeah, an Inuit. And he, uh, you know, did a, has just eaten a variety of things, one of which would be bear. Oh, He's yeah, bear totally. Meat. Totally. And he said it's not as good because bears are carnivores. Interesting. Yeah, I never thought of that before because yeah, we only we usually eat stuff that just eats veggies. Cows don't eat meat. I eat fish a lot. Fish, yeah, but, but they fish, just eat other fish. Yeah, so, and like, like bugs and stuff. Yeah, so that doesn't count. That doesn't really count. I don't think that's really interesting. Yeah, it is. I've never had. I can't ever think think of having eaten anything that ate critters too. Besides, besides fish. Mm-hmm. I guess pigs will eat anything, though. Pigs will eat anything, but, I guess but, they don't in, but generally, generally, eat yeah, 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 you don't usually, you know, give them meat. And they're not going to like hunt meat. Yeah, maybe wild boar, 
Not yeah, sure I've what they eaten. eat exactly, yeah. but I've never had wild boar, so I've been had very few meats. Just farm red, farm raised pig. Which I'm is... pretty sure at this point of my life, I have not eating eaten meat longer than I have, with the exception of fish, mm-hmm. which I just started eating a couple of years ago. But yeah, you think about it, venison. Never had venison. Mutton. But yeah, all that all shit. None of that shit eats meat at yeah. all. Unless it accidentally gets a bug in its right. bark. Or, right. Yeah, totally. Which isn't so much meat. That's more just like it's, you know, it's protein. But Cr- crunchy protein. Yeah, yeah, crunchy protein. Yeah. Obviously, these animals are very sick when you have mange that bad that all your hair is fucking falling out. That you can't tell what it is. Right. You're like, I don't know what this animal is because it's so horribly mm-hmm. filled with parasites. Right, that you shoot it dead and you think it's like, oh my God, this could be the chupacabra. Obviously not the most healthy of animals. So that might be why instead of like hunting for stuff, they target livestock because it's easier for them. I would imagine they target livestock anyway. I know. I mean, coyotes kill shit all the time as it is, but probably this one would be more prone to like the the bigger stuff like goats. Usually coyotes don't attack goats and shit. Or bigger yeah, animals. Yeah, that's They're true. gonna like steal your fucking chickens and stuff Cats like that. And... Yeah, but but maybe these ones are desperate because they can't hunt as well for smaller animals that might run away and get away from you. Yeah, yeah. That maybe that's why they're attacking like larger out of desperation, mm-hmm. just going for the docile ass right. sheep or whatever. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So that although is I feel like a, a goat could give a coyote a run for its money. Like in probably a fight. if it was being attacked, but I guess if you're asleep and you just get bitten and and apparently the ones and the, you know it is a dog it is going to go for your jugular oh yeah yeah and they kind of instinctively know where to to bite you at so and it still has its fangs and everything so I mean probably, and so apparently they I didn't find the ones in the in North America weren't found with their blood missing the the corpses the livestock I think though that they had been attacked because something was killing. The killing them, but that, they yeah, weren't the leaving them there with just was looking out for something because something was attacking his livestock. But what he wasn't, he didn't. But it, instead of the, he wasn't leaving was the a, livestock with only puncture wounds and no blood. Well, I can see where it would have puncture wounds. I don't well, know. Right, I don't know how how much blood loss there was, but it was similar. I would enough expect to where... that if it was actually a coyote, it probably ate out its guts and didn't just leave a didn't just suck its blood since coyotes don't <laughs> do that. Right. That I'm aware of. I'm no fucking zoologist. I don't know. Right. Right. No, all I had gotten was that animals were being killed and attacked and killed. Livestock was being attacked and yeah, killed. Yeah. So it didn't get too much into it. Only that, you know, once they shot him, they're like, oh, hey, maybe this could be it. And then further testing reveals like, no, it's um, it's a coyote with really, really bad mange. It's poor coyote. Yeah. Like, I mean, I've now. seen ones like on the neighborhood page, like one of the neighbors where i live posted about a coyote because we have coyotes out here oh yeah lost a couple of fucking cats to them. yeah we moved into this house with six i had mm-hmm. to put mine down because she was sick the other four other three rather just gone just gone yep i've had it happen to two cats at my parents house but yeah the anyway the neighbor posted this picture of a coyote and it was missing a whole section of fur probably due to mange like around its midsection so face and tail and butt and legs all had a normal amount of fur but the whole like middle part like its, it's belly stomach, like this... its belly and on top like it like almost a circular 
that whole section right there totally fucking bald. It's just mid showing its midriff. It's showing it was it was showing its midriff. Wow. It's mange midriff. Gross. It's mangeriff. Mangeriff. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think it's uh, a thing. I don't know if it's getting worse with animals or not, but. I wonder if it affects deer because we get lots of deer in my yard too. And I've seen a couple where their fur is just like gone in huge amount and like huge patches all over. Wild animals probably. I mean, wild animals have it rough. Yeah. I mean, it sucks. Pretty much live in hoof to mouth Mm -hmm. or paw to mouth or whatever. Yeah. And all their fucking land is being developed away too. So that also fucking sucks, which is why they're... Everywhere. Everywhere. Everywhere and in our yards yeah. and eating our fucking cats. Because... There was fucking bobcat warnings for around here. Oh, yeah. No, we have bobcats. It's crazy. Over in Winville. We have bears, too. Oh, yeah. My folks, my during this last summer, my mom would go out into their yard and pick blackberries for me to make some wine. Mm-hmm. And she would pretty much have to keep her head on a swivel because of the possibility of running into a fucking bear. Yeah. And chances are pretty good the bear's going to turn tail and run. Yeah, I mean, these are black bears that we get in this area. They're not very aggressive bears, typically. But they're still fucking bears. They're still fucking they bears. Fuck and if they were inclined to, they could really fuck your shit up and easily, kill you. Yeah. Easily. Most of them are just not so inclined. They are not interested in any of that. Mm-hmm. And they have been around humans a lot. Yes. Too, because it's there's bear sightings like every single day out here. But it's weird. It's limited to kind of like certain areas. Like, I have never seen a bear in my yard. That's funny, because you but, don't live very far from my parents. Right. No, and but way just up the hill, uh, like, you know, we're uh, around the corner. Yeah. You know, where it wise and goes yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. That's where lots of bears have been spotted. Oh, crazy. Yeah. That's not even a mile from your house. Nope. That's not even, that's maybe a half a mile, maybe. And it's almost in my backyard, too, because that thing kind of goes up and around. Right. Weird. But, yeah, for some reason, it, it there have been many bear sightings up there up the hill but just not down because you got all those noisy ass fucking kids (laughs) they don't want anything to do with any of that right and then up in rain tree too which is like just yeah really close by as well there's a lot of bear sightings yeah it's crazy yeah it's interesting but it's like oh only on like this one block the bear tends to be and there's several blocks like that in the city but i guess they must be pretty territorial because they don't seem to roam a lot they're always spotted bear. on the same streets, like in the same yards. But yeah. the chupacabra. But the chupacabra. So I'm more leaning to the fact that possibly there's something out in Puerto Rico. I think it's interesting that one of the sightings was in the National Forest. Because I think that's a you know that's a good spot to be if you are a lone cryptoid species out there. Yeah, if you're even a human that wants to get away. <laughs> I mean, you can disappear, as we have talked about. But I think that's maybe why... If there are some of these creatures and there's only a few of them that they've managed to survive in national forests and national parks because it's the one place where they're not going to get like developed out of it. Yeah. yeah. And you can't hunt. I mean, it's federally protected land. So exactly. Exactly. So it's a it's a pretty safe place for them. For them. Yes. Maybe not so much for the people in the park. No. Around them. But it's interesting how we haven't heard of any other things in Puerto Rico of yeah, I think, that, I mean, yeah, more. the whole I mean, fact that there aren't any natural large predators and the animals in Puerto Rico definitely were drained of their blood. Not all of their blood, but right, right. there's pictures and video and stuff where, it's, I mean, they were 
sucked dry pretty much. So, and another interesting thing is that El Yunque National Forest is a hot spot for UFO sightings. Interesting. So, possibly there's a link between aliens and the chupacabra. Maybe the chupacabra is, in fact, an alien. It could be. And they're coming here to steal, to suck on our goats. <laughs> Extraterrestrial bastards in their goat-sucking ways. Well, you know, better a goat than, like, you know, ass-probing people. Or sucking That's people true. dry. Depending upon one's, what one is into. Right. Some people may enjoy it. I'm not here to judge. <laughs> well, I think maybe even people that would enjoy it wouldn't like it being done by a bunch of aliens to them. Maybe that's their king. There's lots of things that I like having done to me that I wouldn't want a fucking alien to do. <laughs> that I would be pretty upset. Like if some fucking alien kidnapped me and started doing that. Like, What if it was a super cool. suave alien? <laughs> It's like comes up to you the bar, buys you a drink, sweet talks you into a spaceship, probes mm -hmm. your ass. Yeah, it's like the Pedro Pascal alien. There you go. There you go. <laughs> He's not a person. That's a whole species. Uh, so, so many reports about aliens near the El Yunque National Forest have been made that there is actually, like, it's in the FAQ section of the Forest Service of the U.S. Department of Agriculture no on their webpage. Yes. Wow. Amongst, like, what hours are us open and blah, 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 blah. The question, it's like the last of their FAQ section is, have aliens, and aliens is in quotation marks. Right. Have aliens been seen in the forest? <laughs> Do you want to know the answer? I want to know the answer. It says, and I quote, there is no scientific evidence that aliens have visited the El Yunque National Forest. However, local folklore has kept this story alive for years. The most reasonable explanation for any alien sightings in the forest is easily explained. From the early 1960s until quite recently, the U.S. Navy maintained an electronic tracking facility on Pico del Este, it's in parentheses, translated East Peak, Oh, right. As a part of the El Yunque National Forest that overlooks many of Puerto Rico's major northeastern roadways and towns. At night, the lights of the facility, seen from below during military exercises, cast an eerie glow over the mountain peak, which most probably added fuel to the legend. Right, right. Mm-hmm. We're too stupid to know what an eerie glow is, so it must be aliens. Right. Yeah. Right. And I mean, especially since a lot of the alien sightings involve like moving lights and right lights yeah. in the air that don't move normally, not just an eerie glow. Because, I mean, if you think about an eerie glow, I mean, you could think that the northern lights are alien as fuck, except you know that it's not. It's just. And I'm sure something that's been around since the 60s that casts off an eerie glow, somebody would have figured out like, oh, this is what it is. Exactly. Oh, hey, that's that fucking that's American from that, base it's from over there. That's from that fucking military base. It casts off this weird light. Like, you see the airplanes that fly out of it, or mm -hmm. the goddamn So, I mean, maybe people knew about it and knew it cast off a weird light, but it's like, no, this is something else. If it was, especially because it's been there for a while. Yeah. 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 So, I thought that was kind of cool that it's been reported so much that, like, that's so much of a thing that the... The USDA had to <laughs> include that on their webpage. That is for the USDA? Yeah, the USDA. U.S. Department of Agriculture. 
Forest Service. Division. Oh wow, okay. That's, yes, I didn't realize that's what I didn't know. That was the Forest Service and the USDA were the same. Mm-hmm. I guess so. I'll be damned. I guess so. It's. I think it's different than the Parks Service. Oh yes, that's for like the national parks. This is a national forest. I see. So that's going to fall under the jurisdiction oh, I gotcha. of the USDA I gotcha. Forest Service. I actually didn't realize there was a difference between a national forest and a national park. I'll be damned. Yeah, there's a lot of national forests. There's more a lot than of like national... na- Well, there is a lot of national parks, but there's but more, more national, national forests. Forest, yeah. yeah. Well, keeping along the same lines of critters that eat other critters, I've got another one for you here. Okay. It is a Nayarit roughed cat. This is a fairly large cat, about four and a half feet long, so that's pretty big. That would be a large cat? Yes. They are varying shades of browns with some dark stripes on the rear and the upper legs. So kind of like how the Tasmanian tiger, mm-hmm. kind of how that stri- had stri- I was about stripes. to say Tasmanian devil, but I knew that wasn't right. No, no, so. yeah, the Tasmanian tiger, tiger where it's got the stripes on its ass mm-hmm. and on like its upper legs. That That's extinct, isn't it? Oh, possibly. I feel like that's yeah, one of the Officially, yes. Ones, However, yeah. there have been alleged sightings of it, mm-hmm. and there have been more alleged sightings as time has gone on. So it's possible. It's hopeful. That there that was not enough, in fact yes that it's actually that a couple survived yeah it's hopefully hopefully that's the case because that'd be I great hope so it sucks that when things great. go extinct except yes. for like things that suck like why can't why can't mosquitoes go extinct right or and I'm glad velociraptors are extinct right I'm totally fucking glad that, that would be super shitty to have around. to worry about velociraptors or have you seen some of the giant bird species that used to be roaming around. Oh, well, you mean the ones that that's... take people from our national parks? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Fuck well, all not that. not just the um. Oh, the ground birds. Not ones... just pterodactyls. No, the fucking ground birds. Like the terror birds or whatever. Oh my god. The giant ostrich that would oh. eat the fucking shit out of things. Oh Jesus yeah. Christ! Glad that's gone. Glad yeah, a lot totally of prehistoric shit is gone. That's glad that's gone. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but the lower parts, so it's it's striped on the rear and upper legs, and it's rear as being its ass and the upper legs. Uh, the lower parts of the legs and the face are dark brown or black. It sounds pretty cute to me, despite mm-hmm. being four and a half feet long. And it would probably kill the shit out of you. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's it's got like a, a tiger, like cute to look at, but ultimately, like, no. Not overly cute to be super close with when it's hungry. Deciding that maybe it wants to fucking eat the shit out of you. Yes. Uh, so it also has, the tail is a foot and a half long, and it's got a rough or a mane that covers its ears so it goes from the neck and up and over its ears kind of like it's wearing a hood hmm. i was thinking like maybe like elvis like elvis i don't know just suddenly like like, like maybe it has like sideburns and no it's nothing like the king whatever nothing like the king it also has long legs and big ass paws that are heavily furred with bright yellow retractable claws so you know how all the girls today in their their fuzzy boots. Mm-hmm. That's what I imagine. It's kind of got its fuzzy boots on, and then big claws Except sticking the out claws. of the fuzzy boots. Right. right, right. So in nineteen forty, that's not okay, but that's different than like Uggs. Okay, right. It's, You're thinking like a fuzzy boots, like cosplay fuzzy boots, because that's what comes to mind when I think. Hey, when I'm trying to like think yeah. of those animal paws in comparison to something that chicks wear yeah or like the bear fuzzy slippers like that 
1940, Ivan Sanderson bought a couple skins thought to be of this critter, but he lost them in a flood. Sanderson is a Scottish biologist. He's held several PhDs, I think three. He was super interested in cryptozoology and the paranormal. So a lot of people know about this Ivan Sanderson fella. How do you get three fucking PhDs? How do you do that? Uh, go to school for a while. I do a lot a of studying. Way, Be fucking a long, smart. A long way, a long while. He actually, he was Scottish originally, but he is a he became an American citizen. Does he still have a cool accent, though? Pretty sure he's dead. Oh. So no accent. But I'm sure he kept his accent. I wish I had a PhD. Go to school for a long time. You'll get one. I don't have time to go to school for a long time. There you go. You know, I've got my goddamn pay-the-bills job. I've got three children. Yes. And then the time put into this podcast. So I've got... That's, That's like... A job and two other jobs. Yes. That's like three jobs. Yes. I can't I can't add the school on top of that. I understand. Yes, because you have a job and then you have your other job of band playing. Yes. And then this job of podcasting. Yes. So again, that's three make money job and two of them you don't make any money at. Right. <laughs> Just like my three. I don't make exactly. money at two out of my three jobs either. But in fact my children cost me a shitload of money. All the money I make in shitty day job pretty much goes to them. Fortunately for both of us, two of our three jobs are fucking awesome. Yes. So, hey, what are you going to do? That's right. Not get a fucking PhD, Not which is PhD. where the, the point of this whole conversation. That's this exactly, is where I was going with that. Exactly that, yeah. correct. I don't think you're going to get a PhD anytime soon either. Not anytime soon. So I've got a couple more of these funny little critters here. These ones are little people because there are stories of little people fucking everywhere. So like dwarf little people? Well, let me tell you, Joanna. I've got one group of little people called the Alush, spelled A-L-U-X, but pronounced Alush. Is it French? No. The Alush are little people of Central America, also called Alut in Mayan, or a luche in Spanish. Do they have blue skin and wear white caps? They do not. However, the Alush do stand from two and a half to four feet tall. They're short and wide. They have a head that's too big for their bodies, so they look kind of like one of those pop figures. Pop figures? Yes, you know the... No. They do all of the different, every pop culture thing. And those little pop figures. Hold on. Oh, okay. Are you like the... the Almost like a bobblehead, but not. Yes. Just like this. That's what I, that's what I was my imagining. My fourth doctor. Oh my god, you've got Doctor Who. Four the of them. Doctor. No, this is the fourth doctor. This is the fourth doctor. Yes, it's my favorite one. Okay. However, so you know what we're talking about now. Which doctor is the fourth doctor? Is it the one that's my favorite too? From my no, childhood? this was from the 1970s. Oh, okay. So you've probably never seen him. He's got, he's got a real long scarf. Well, no, I know Long Scarf. Doctor oh, yeah. Who, then With the afro. Yes. Yes, he was the Doctor Who of my childhood. So yes. So he is my favorite. Yes. Yes. He is my favorite. All right. Although I do think a young Doctor Who is fun, like season five, because that's the only modern Doctor Who I've watched. Is, yes. You know, the the one with the angels, because that would my be daughters the love that doctor. one. Number 11, huh? Yes. Yes. Yeah. We're up to 13 now, and it's a woman. Oh, now it's a woman doctor. 
it hasn't aired yet, but it will be when it does. It's, it's a woman. So that's interesting. That's progressive as fuck. <laughs> so let's see. They are short and wide and have a head that's too big for their bodies like a pop figure. Or an Oompa Loompa. They are also heavily muscled. It's said that, well, some say, because descriptions vary. Are they orange? No. With grass skirts? Because that's, it's starting to sound a lot like the Oompa Loompas from the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Except that the some say the males have sport a long black beard. And the females have a large breasts. Okay, well, I think the ones in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory had, like, blue hair. Others say they have no visible body hair. Some sources say they are rarely clothed. And others say they wear ancient Mayan dress. Which, what would ancient Mayan dress look like? The men generally, it was basically like covering tits and dicks. All right. So the women had uh, the just... Like a sarong. Sort of, yeah, they're they're... Some, like, one-piece tied halter. Cover and junk. Mm-hmm. Cover and junk. Right. Uh, what I, when I did a Google search, a Google image search, the women wore, like, a sheet that hung above their breasts and down mm-hmm. below their ass, and mm-hmm. dudes wear just long loincloths for the most part. Right. I'm sure, depending upon your status it's in society. It's your basic, like, warm climate, yeah. minimalist. A lot like what you see from dress. African garb. Mm-hmm. Or, like, what they wore in Spartacus and... Not I mean not the armor, but like the slave girls. They yeah. Were often, yeah. Because you know Rome's pretty warm. Yes. You're often scantily clad in yes. a one piece. The Mediterranean is a very very nice area. So they're generally found, or seen rather, in nature. So forests, caves, fields. Plural, for these critters of the Alush, they're called Alushab. So the Alushab are able to transform into animals, and are only visible when attempting to frighten or communicate with humans. Or when they're getting together with others of their kind. I really like these things. And it's this next part is why they're so awesome. So you can tell if an animal you're looking at is an Alush. Because it'll have kind of a tell. So it'll be something like a raccoon wearing a lei. Or it'll be a hedgehog with a hat. So basically just keep your eye out for wildlife wearing clothes. Wearing bits of clothing. Mm-hmm. Like Donald Duck. Maybe he's an Alush. He just wears a shirt. Oh my gosh. I know. Right? No pants. Exactly. Sometimes he wears a sailor cap. That's but just no good pants. taste. No, no pants. pants. Never pants. Never any pants. So they're also supposedly very temperamental. So they're quick to upset and may fly into a rage or just pout. So they're not, you know, they're like a cat. You're not really sure what they're going to do next. They enjoy playing tricks on humans. Usually they're pretty benign tricks, but if they feel slighted, they can get gruesome pretty quick. Oh. There's a story of an American naturalist that got lost on Cozumel. Cozumel. What? Cozumel. Yes, an island off the Caribbean coast. Yes, I've been there, remember? East coast of Mexico, that's where you... That's where I saw the giant lobster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Now, this is a mostly undeveloped island. And so this guy... It's very small. Yes. It's but, very small, but yeah. Mostly undeveloped. Uh, he gets lost, and he's wandering around the jungle for three days. Over three days. And when he eventually comes out, he reports that little people had given him food and water, shelter at night, and led him out of the jungle. Wow. So it could have been he was lost in the jungle, and the heat... And no food and water kind of fucked with him, but 
I don't know. He's also a naturalist. He's a fucking... He knows about nature and stuff, so... Also, they didn't give his name. Right. So, you know, whatever. He wished to remain anonymous. Maybe. They didn't say that either. They simply said an American naturalist. An American naturalist. Okay. Well, I've been to Cozumel. That's a really nice place. I had no idea that the Aleush were out there. You didn't find them. I didn't. They didn't I find didn't, you. I was out there two different times, actually. It's probably for the best because they would probably would have fucked with you. I didn't. I didn't see any animals that were dressed or had human clothing accessories. Nope, nothing like you didn't that. Didn't see a taper with a wristwatch Mm-mm. or a parrot with a boots. Nope. That's too bad. Although I have to say, the first time I was there, I was pretty fucking drunk a lot of the time I was there. So maybe you did, and you're just like, <laughs> those are awesome boots. No, I remember they did have like wild dogs there, and they're like this was this cute one that kept following me and my brother around as we were bar hopping, and we had to like eventually ditch it because we didn't want it to like follow us back to the condo. Right. We yeah, were renting that... just because, you know, I mean, we didn't want it to go really far from where it was living or whatever yeah yeah it probably had a source which of is probably nowhere but yeah. yeah but i always felt bad about having to ditch that dog that's the thing about cool. strays yeah they don't really have a home they don't really have a home but it was a really cute stray dog but i didn't have any i don't recall it wearing anything you were also wasted yes and then the second time i was at cozumel i was pregnant and sick as fuck so not really drunk yeah so i was throwing up a lot Kind of like being really drunk. Yeah, I was spending a little time in the sun, spending some time in the pool, and also hugging the toilet because I was pregnant and it sucks so bad. You know, the, the stores out there, like they don't refrigerate the meat and the poultry and the seafood and stuff. So I went grocery shopping and I puked so much after being in there. Like I had to go and sit down oh, outside. because of the smell? Because of the smell. Oh. And all the, then everything's like crawling with flies. Oh, man. Just piles of meat unrefrigerated with flies crawling all over it. Same with the seafood. And it just stinks so bad. And it's like, who the fuck, fuck buys this? That. Well, a lot of people apparently. I guess so. Wow. And there's no fucking milk out there on the island either. There's, there's not a lot of milk like cow's milk in a lot of places well so there was Cozumel also when I was in Nicaragua a couple years ago there was no milk like real milk it was all like condensed milk that was one thing that even though Jerick and I had a, had a great time out there we were talking about oh I can't wait to get home and have like a glass of like real milk I don't ice drink cold two percent Milk. I don't I, drink as much as I used to, but I did miss it when once I couldn't have it. It weirds me out because it's the glandular secretion of another mammal, and that just grosses me out a little bit. Right. Sure, I'll eat the fuck out of cheese, but milk, not for me. Yeah, we well, can't have cheese without milk, though. I understand. You do get that. I, right? I totally understand. <laughs> I'm not. It's se- just the secretions I'm that not, have been. I'm not saying allowed that makes sense. to curdle and mold. Yes. So that's even, it's moldy secretions. I know. Trust me, I'm aware of this. (laughs) I've I've gone over this many times in my head, and it makes zero sense. But you know what? I don't give a fuck. (laughs) You know, when I was out there the first time, I got to see the runs at Chichen Itza on on the mainland. Those are like the ancient Mayan. Oh, ruins, cool. Like the temple. I got to, you, that was back when you could actually climb up the temple. 
That's awesome. I was like 19 or something. That's totally awesome. Yeah, they, you can't do that anymore. You can go out and see them, but you can't actually climb the temples anymore because it's too like eroded and dangerous. Probably somebody fell and sued or something. Who knows? They probably don't want them to get fucked up because they're old as shit. Yeah, it's starting to crumble. They're finally like, you know, like enough is enough. People can't climb up there anymore. But you, you crackers get down. So I've got some more little people here because that's not the only. That's this isn't the only. There's other little people. These ones are called the, the duende. More little people. Told you, little people are everywhere. <laughs> Mostly only the males have been seen. And they have a variety of descriptions throughout Central America. So to make it easy, I sort of just mashed them all together. They range from about a foot tall to four and a half feet tall. Only one foot tall sometimes, huh? Yes. That's a really tiny person. That's a very tiny person. They're often covered in hair. Of any normal human hair color, so blonde, brown, all that kind of stuff. I think this is like fucked up people just seeing monkeys, perhaps. Possibly. Sometimes they have beard. The Sometimes pointed have ears. Very humanoid features and Some... have all sorts of colors of fur. Sometimes they're chubby. Sometimes they're not. Their feet are also up to debate. Some say they look like they have chicken feet. Some say their feet are backwards. Now, that just doesn't make any goddamn sense. All say their feet have pointed heels. That's how you can tell if it's a duende track, is because the heels are fucking pointed. Mostly nocturnal, these little bastards attack dogs and carry them off. They like to eat fruit, molasses. Well, then why do they carry off the dogs? I don't know. It didn't say. I looked a hard, long and hard to figure out about carrying off the dogs, and I don't know. They just attack them and carry them off. And they're just cat people, I guess. Maybe they do. <laughs> I'm a cat person, and I never attacked and carried off a dog. Neither have I, but... They like to eat molasses and fruit, livestock and fish, so a wide range of stuff. For some reason, they like to braid horse manes. Don't know why. Interesting. Couldn't figure out why. Sometimes the duende are seen wearing skins, while other times they're wearing cloth clothing. And they especially dig large straw hats. Large in comparison to them, of course. Straw hat, huh? Apparently they're quite inquisitive and uh, may delight in playing tricks on humans. Seems like all these little things like to just fuck with humans. They sound like fucking leprechauns. A little bit, yeah. Both of these people... Like, oh, I'm just gonna braid hair and whatever and play little tricks on people and both of them both the alush and the duende have seen things where they said they guard treasure so right and leprechauns have a pot of gold or maybe just golden pot possibly but is it with little people and treasure little people hiding treasure all the all the time all over the place they can't carry it they're tiny so they just guard it and and they just keep it a fucking secret from you because they're little assholes well, They're like, you can't have it. Would you just What let good some... is their fucking treasure? What good is the treasure? Okay, do you see these these little fucking people in little fucking Ferraris running around? I don't. I don't think they spend any of that treasure. I think I they just guard they it and Ferraris. keep people from having it because they're dicks. Maybe they use it to bet on how many people they can fuck with. <laughs> I don't know. Possibly, but it's just like, why don't you give me some of that treasure, little person? Because... I have fucking bills to pay and shit that I want to buy because I'm a fucking consumer. So, well, maybe you need to go to Central America, stinge with the fucking treasure, and hunt down these motherfuckers and try to score some gold. 
be a conquistador of your own in your own right. I think I would just try and talk to them and be like, why are you guys being dicks about this? They'd probably just say they probably wouldn't understand you. I don't know if they speak English or not. No, they probably have some like little person fucking language. Probably. I'm like, yeah, yeah. So I've got a couple more things here for us. One of which are the stone balls of Costa Rica. <laughs> have you heard of the stone balls of Costa Rica, Joanna? No. Well, workmen clearing the jungle for a banana plantation in the 1930s found several stone spheres. They were clearly man-made and ranged in size from tennis ball to eight feet in diameter, weighing 16 fucking tons. Damn, that's a big... That's a big ball. That is a big ball. For some reason, the workers thought that the balls had gold in them. (laughs) So several of them were destroyed when they attempted to get the gold out. So what they would do... These are golden balls. Right? So what they would do is they'd drill a hole in it and drop some dynamite in and fucking blow it up. They didn't find any gold. They were just rock balls. Balls of solid rock, huh? That's right. So the government intervened shortly thereafter, and it reassembled some of the broken balls, which are on display in a museum in San Jose, Costa Rica. They're just like, oh, hey, this might actually be important. You jackasses, come on. Aside from the fact, you know, like, no, there's no fucking gold, but hey... So over 300 of these were found. Fucking important. Now, where they found them was a site of ruins. And it appears that these balls were lined up against, along the, you know, quote-unquote driveways. They obviously weren't driveways since they weren't, you know, driving things. Like a pathway? Yeah, like a pathway up to the chief's houses. But no one really knows for sure what the fuck they are. And here's one out of Honduras. This is a pretty interesting one. This is a fairly recent story. Okay. This is the story of White City or the city of the monkey god. So there's a lost Blanca city. Blanca Ciudad? Say again? Blanca Ciudad? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> I told you. Narcos. Fucking A. <laughs> this is a lost city of a vanished culture that very little is known about. It's estimated they were doing those their thing a thousand years ago. So around 1000 to 1400 CE. In a 2015 expedition to the city, archaeologists mapped out plazas, earthworks, mounds, and a pyramid. All of this shit completely unlooted. Which is fucking crazy. Because you don't find just unlooted shit laying around very often anymore. I guess you do at Ciudad Blanca. That's right. Many of the artifacts were recorded, but they were left completely unexcavated. And so the site's exact location has not been disclosed. I'm sure the government probably knows, but they ain't telling. Well, yeah. They don't want anyone to... Are they still cataloging stuff still? As of 2015, I'm sure they still are. Right, because that can take a really long time. Oh, it's yeah. It's very painstaking work. Oh, yeah. They're, it's, they got to grid the whole thing out and copy down where they're pulling things out and take note of the different layers of earth they're in and all kinds of shit. All kinds of stuff. And it's in a country that's not known to... Well, it's, it's not a very safe place, let's just say. No, not so much. Right. Like, one of the people that I was on a, the, the Nicaragua mission trip with, ha, he had, like, a t-shirt company. And he had an associate who decided to start his own t-shirt company in Honduras. And basically, after they had been up and running for a few months, they get, like, a visit from, like, these guys that are basically like, you need to start handing all your money over to us. This is a Starting nice t shirt company. <laughs> Be a shame if anything happened to exactly. it. Exactly. 
And like, dude, literally packed up everything that night and family and gone the next got day. Got the fuck out of Dodge. Got yeah, the no fuck shit. out of Dodge. Probably a very smart move on his part. Right. These ruins were first found in May of 2012 during an aerial survey. Explorers, adventurers, and prospectors for a hundred years have told of a lost white city. And indigenous people spoke of a white house where they would take refuge from the conquistadors. This was a paradise they spoke of that people, once they arrived, wouldn't leave. I imagine any place to get away from the conquistadors is considered a paradise. I would say... I would agree with that statement for sure. They were because... not known for their religious tolerance. Right. Or just tolerance, period. No, not or at all. like empathy or morals or anything that maybe in their own culture, but oh, yeah. certainly when they are amongst the natives. As far as they were concerned, that's, everything That's was a whole fine. different thing. Everything is fine. It's like, yeah, no, these people aren't really even people, so we can rape and murder them as much as we want. As much as we want. They're not people, but we're going to stick our dicks in them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're going to basically do everything that we can't do that is frowned upon to do to somebody else that was one of us. Exactly. Searches for this place began in the 1920s. The most famous was led by a guy named Theodore Mord in the 1940s. He was funded by a museum that is now a part of the Smithsonian, Joanna. Oh, the Smithsonian. The Smithsonian. So, you know, they probably what, covered up a bunch right, of stuff. Right, I was going to say, was there a cover-up involved? Likely, because it was the Smithsonian, and they right. cover things up, as we learned. Have you had any incidences since Giants aired? No, have you? No, I have not had any incidents good. since Giants Good, good, aired. good. Not that I know of. I mean, they could be following me. They could be surveilling us. They could be outside right now. They could be. They could be listening. They're probably listening. I hope they're listening. <laughs> I think that would be awesome if the Smithsonian was dragging us. Yeah. Just like all of our mysterious listeners in Virginia. Yes. Thank you for listening. Yeah. Word to Virginia. <laughs> but we have speculated at times. It's like, is that the, the feds? You know, because aren't they technically in Virginia, even though that's the, the Washington, D.C.? Washington, D.C. is in the Virginia area. Yeah. Isn't the CIA in Virginia? Isn't Langley? Quantico is in Virginia. Isn't FBI Langley training? in Virginia? Probably. All right. I have rate, no idea. I have no idea. It's neither here nor there. We're not saying anything that they give a fuck about, I'm sure. <laughs> Theodore Mord returned with thousands of artifacts and claimed that the natives that lived in the area told him of a giant buried monkey god statue. A giant buried monkey god statue. Interesting. He never told anyone where the site was because he was afraid it was going to be looted and then committed suicide. Well, that's just annoying. What a, what a dick. Because if you're going to off yourself, you should at least tell others where you can find it. If you're not going to use it for your own advantage, I can see keeping a secret because like, no, I got to get back here. But if you're just going to do whatever. And get first dibs on whatever's there. He probably had a stash of that good 1930s poison he took. Yeah. I'm not sure he didn't say how he killed himself. But man, it's like you leave it. Oh, by the way, whoever reads this note can be the one to know that there is a giant monkey god statue buried somewhere in... Are we in fucking Honduras still? Honduras, yeah. Yeah, somewhere in fucking Honduras. Do with that information what you want, but here it is. Here it but is. But no. The myth of the lost city, which was the white city, has not been C. quite... C. Dad a... Blanco. Yes 
has not been quite abandoned but altered. Now it's believed that there are many cities in this area and that this is actually a lost civilization. The area it was found in is such dense rainforest that even the animals seem to have never seen humans before. Instead of running away, monkeys looked at the explorers curiously, just from the trees, just looking at them. I feel like monkeys would just do that anyway, whether they'd seen humans before or not. Through their camp, tapir and ground birds would just wander around like they didn't know what a person was. Or that it could kill them. Or that it, yeah, could kill and eat the fucking shit out of them. Mm -hmm. This is not the way animals who have had human contact act. Like we were talking about with the bears earlier, they see a person and they fucking run because they know we're bad news. Now, it's unlikely that this site that was found in 2015 is the same one that Mord found, as the 2015 site had been unmolested, and Mord, with all the artifacts, molested the shit out of the site he found. Further proof for it to be a civilization and not just a case of a lost city. Mm-hmm. Sadly, deforestation is taking its toll. Acres upon acres of rainforest are burned to make way for cattle farming, and both legal and illegal logging operations are rampant. The 2015 article stated that most of the jungle and valley in this area could be gone in eight years. So that's down to six years now. Right. And though the Honduran government wants to protect the area, they just don't have the resources to do it. Right. And if somebody offers up some money to do it, they're probably going to say yes. There's a whole thing in Nicaragua about how they're letting like China like come in and do a bunch of shiz. Oh, there's a push to have international help preserve this area. North, South, and Central America, we know very little of the natives there because the conquistadors and, you know, the early Americans just fucking decimated the shit out of the culture around because of religion. Well, yeah, and I mean, because I, of the want of land, of right. greed, of like the, I want, see where the gold. So. Yeah, people to, want to protect it, but the governments there are not like our government. No. So, it's like, yeah, we want to, but... We'd love to do this, but we just, we need to focus on other things. Right, like the fact that our, you know, most of our populace lives in poverty, and... Yes. There's all sorts of civil discontent, and... It's a rough time. It is a rough time, and, yeah, I just, uh, it's just different. I mean, I understand the want to protect it, but... Is that the actually ab- going to happen? The ability to, ability to do so. And that's why they want international help. Mm-hmm. Well, that's all I have about our legends, cryptids, and mysteries of Central America. Do you have anything more for us, Joanna? I don't think I have anything further to add on that, no. All right, then. Well, thank you very much for listening, and we will talk to you next time. Take care now. All things sports from five friends' perspectives. Five idiots who can't decide if they like sports or drinking more. They each think their teams are the best and spend more work hours doing fantasy football research than anything else. From drafts to free agency, finals to opening days, they cover it all, almost always with a beer in their hands. This is Getting Sports with Drunk. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Getting Sports with Drunk. Twitter is at GSWD underscore four. Subscribe on Podbean and iTunes and find us every morning on the Lieb Sports Network from 7 to 8 a.m. So sit back, drink, debate. Do you enjoy the Stranger Than podcast? Please let us know. Rate and comment on iTunes. Check out and like our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Stranger Than Podcast. Our Twitter 
at underscore stranger than or drop us an email stranger than podcast at gmail.com that's stranger than podcast all one word at gmail.com also feel free to email us any strange mysterious or misunderstood stories or topic suggestions that you'd like to share or hear about